Hello, hello, and welcome back to Infoscape. Whew, it has been a week this week. You know, I honestly feel like I say that every single time I get on air. I guess because it has never not been true. But nevertheless, um, I'm glad you guys are here with me today. And today's episode is going to be split into two. Well, not exactly split because it's not going to be an exact 50-50 ratio, but we are going to talk about two things today. So first, we're going to try my best to kind of give you guys a little bit of an update on what is currently going on with the infrastructure bill. Honestly, it's been two weeks, so I thought there would be more to update you guys on, but not really. And you know, it is what it is, but we're definitely going to talk about it. Then we're going to switch up to something I believe is super, 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 super important, which is the science of relaxation, you know, blends my two favorite things, science and relaxation. And um, again, it's a hot topic nowadays, and I want to make sure that I'm doing my part and talking about it. All right, y'all. Thanks again for listening. Let's get started. <music> infrastructure bill has definitely been taking up some headlines for a few days now and some reports are definitely confusing to be honest with you guys I was like what this week trying to follow what exactly was going on so let me do my absolute best to clear just a few things up first no the bill has not officially been passed it's still in senate some arguments are apparently still going on there has yet to be a conclusive agreement on what the final amendments will be. However, all parties involved have pledged to stay in session for as long as it takes. So that is definitely some good news. Second, the bill is projected to be about $1 trillion and not $2 trillion as originally proposed by Biden's team. That was the very first version of the infrastructure plan, I believe was the very first time we actually talked about it a few episodes back. So the article I'm working from to find this information is dated August 7th, which is today. So I'll definitely attach it to this episode along with a few others so you can get all the juice. All right. So real story for today is the science of relaxation. It has been a really long year. Like feels longer than 365 days. And, you know, as many transition back to work and the quote unquote new normal, it is super important that we learn how to listen to our bodies and decompress in the best way possible. And thankfully, science, which is the coolest subject there is, other than history, I think history, history and science are actually kind of my number one and my number two in terms of the basic subjects in terms of the, you know, the interesting factor. Economics will be my number one if we're getting super, super specific, but on the base level, science and history, very neck and neck. Um, and science is gone a long way to give us some very, very, very helpful hints on how to learn 
how we as individuals need to decompress and kind of revamp our minds and bodies. By the way, much love to Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka. I'm not going to get into their individual storylines. You guys are pretty familiar with their headlines by now. Let them do what they need to do. And that is all I'm going to say on that. So let's get into some science. Now, a lot of these terms, again, from the article I'm going to work from, I have taken out. Um, not because, you know, I, I don't think you guys need to know them, but because I always attach the articles, my reference articles to the episodes. You guys can kind of do that reading for yourself. This is just kind of a bare bones covering of what the article says and what we can try to incorporate into our lives. So as the saying goes, it is not the stress in your life. It is how you respond to it. And that saying, while it might be very annoying, to hear in some cases isn't all the way wrong. We have this thing called the sympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for our reactionary responses. If stress is short-lived, then recovery can be quick, um, can be quick. Again, this is all variable depending on the individual, but a short-lived stressful situation can definitely be recovered from in a quicker manner than a persistent stressful environment. And what is the, the interesting, for lack of a better term, tidbit about this is that most Americans live under persistent stress. And I can only speak to the American experience. I have never lived anywhere else, unfortunately. Shout out to my international listeners. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for continuously listening. I know America is, we going through it right now, but we gonna get it together. I promise. So long-term psychological responses are regulated by hormones when our frontal cortex is in distress. So this is just not in the present. It can happen in contemplative, uh, excuse me, contemplative thought. We can time travel, y'all, going from past to present to future. And since we don't actually know our futures, unless, you know, you have the gift to know the future, which is super cool. And I would understand why you wouldn't want to share that with everybody, but that's, that would be dope. Anyway, because we don't actually know our future, the majority of us, that can double the stress, leading to anxiety, which leads to reduced immune function. And it does not take a doctor to understand why reduced immune function can be so dangerous right now, especially during a pandemic which is not going away anytime soon. But again, I'm not a doctor, so I could be wrong. And there's a lot of problem here with what I just said. This is a gigantic question that individuals way smarter than I have been trying to figure out for decades, but science is kind of, you know, it's kind of given us a little bit something. There is a, I don't want to call it a technique because that makes it sound entirely too technical, but there is a term, it's called immersive meditation, which is it's pretty cool. And it seems pretty promising. Um, I, I think we did, actually, you know what, I know we did, have a conversation about mindfulness um, in an earlier season, I believe season one, either season one or early season two. My memory is not that good on that. But I want to dive a little bit deeper today for obvious reasons. And by the way, there are different methods of meditation you know it's not just sitting down and kind of you know in the quiet and whatnot um you can meditate in plenty 
different ways. And we're going to get into some in a few. Overall, it's about being aware of your senses, including your thoughts, which will um, relieve the very tension in your mind. Hopefully. Again, not a doctor. Sitting down in a quiet room breathing honestly would just make me go to sleep. So if you are the same way, uh, there are plenty of other things you can try, as I mentioned earlier, such as art. For example, uh, I paint to clear my head sometimes. It doesn't have to be Basquiat level or have the crisp lines of a Poala Delphine, but the process can be quite calming. Uh, sports, dancing, yoga, and writing. Um, I've tried all of them, by the way, can also have the same effect. I heard puzzles and small crafts like making birdhouses, which also involves painting, were really, really good too. So something there to try. The point is to immerse yourself, thus the term immersive, into something that you know can hold your attention. If you are not so sure it can hold your attention, you know, try a few things out, you know. Um, art might not be your thing, but maybe you're a writer. Hey, who knows? Um, can't hurt to try. And just a little tip, though, when you're trying to figure out what is your best method for your immersive meditation experience, I would recommend staying away from screens. Yeah, I know um, my life is pretty screened up right now, um, even before the pandemic, honestly. And, uh, you know, playing some music from a tablet or phone is cool, but like staring at a computer screen for long hours can really damage your eyes. We, we talked about the seeing process um, on this podcast. And um, I, I am wearing glasses because of my staring at screens for long periods of time uh, without proper blue light protection. So if you do wear glasses, regardless of the reason, I would recommend getting lenses with blue, blue, excuse me, blue light protection in them. I ordered some from vlook.com. It's an online retailer and uh, they work really great wearing them right now, actually. And I feel a little bit more comfortable staring at my computer screen for long hours. Um, and the price was pretty good, too, which was amazing because, again, college student. So our reference article for this also recommends social connection, you know, to kind of relieve stress. But we're kind of in a social holding pattern. I mean, I, I, I say that loosely because I guess I am. But I mean, you know, technically in a lot of states, COVID restrictions are still lifted, although some are definitely going to be coming back because not enough country, not enough of the country was vaccinated until we got to this point. More and more people have gotten vaccinated because of the Delta variant, which is good news because more and more people are starting to pay attention and realize that it is a bit bigger than themselves and their personal beliefs. So. Yeah, I'm still going to say we're in a social holding pattern. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. Um, but pets and close family can also get the job done. After this short little break, we're going to close out this episode and look ahead to the next ones.
Alrighty, so that is all I have for you today. As promised, I am connecting with some amazing people to join us and help expand this project. So we'll be with this topic for a while um, because it is super, super important. I know many of you are also on the grind like myself. So, But keep in mind that it is no good to get where you want to go in life and um, not be able to handle it when you get there. So we're definitely all in a learning pattern right now, and that is perfectly okay. It's why I started this project. Plus, the pandemic is not over, but you know what? It's okay because it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better, but I promise it will get better. All right? Love y'all. Continue to like, subscribe, and share. Peace.